Tony, starring Charmaine Cruz, written and directed by Sharon Yablon. This play contains adult themes. These plays are meant to be immersive and are best experienced using earbuds or headphones. I'm not famous enough for you? Well, screw you! Ziegfeld had these legs insured, you know. For a million bucks. For the Lloyds of London. <laughs> I was really something. I don't know when it begins. You can't pinpoint a day or time. One day, a woman looks into a mirror, and someone else looks back at her. And wouldn't you know, this is when I met the love of my life. <sighs> I know. It's a tired theme, what it's like for a beautiful woman to age. Look. The ugly ones just don't have it as bad as we do. You don't want to see us anymore, so they put us in here. Purchase at a window. Why would they want us to look out at a world we are no longer a part of? Open wide. She's on sedatives. And look at her over there. Honey, what Busby Berkeley picture do you think you're in? That poor woman dancing in the hall has lost her mind. That one has had so much plastic surgery. Her face merely mimics one now. Once in a while, though, perhaps when the sun is shining into the room in a particular way, and the light hits 
a face. There's a flickering. A, a bit of magic happens. And we look like who we were. Then you have the ones whose minds have turned to mush. They don't speak. Can't find language anymore. The memories buried somewhere they'll never find. But I remember my life. Sometimes I just can't find the words to tell them. There were whispers. Some fans of old Hollywood, clods, did their research and knew how to find us here. They even knew who I was. I wonder if Superman had a super cock, they'd say. <laughs> well, yes, he did. <laughs> even Eddie joked about it. 1951 was the year I got married to Eddie Mannix. He was the fixer of MGM Studios from 1924 till the day he died. You know, he made the scandals and murders go away. And let me tell you, there were many. Joan Crawford was in a pornographic film, and he made that film disappear. Clark Gable had a hit and run that you'll never hear about. When they found poor Paul Byrne's body, that made the news. Studio? Didn't really care about his suicide. Paul died of a gunshot wound, but it was really a broken heart. When his love, Jean Harlow, tragically passed at age 26. <laughs> they were only married two months. I remember Jean. Blonde hair, like spun gold. Who cares if it wasn't real? So beautiful. So alive. Until she was dead. Eddie didn't bother to cover up the scandal of her open marriage. I met George Reeves the year I married Eddie. And Eddie moved his mistress into our home. Sakura was sweet. Her name meant cherry blossom. <laughs> what do you expect? In a darkened room, we both watched Eddie die, each of us on either side, holding one of his hands, thin, like paper. I said my goodbyes, and so did she, but I don't know for sure because I don't understand Japanese.
told me to beware of kodakushi. It means lonely death. To die alone. I don't know, I told her. I can't see the future. Then she was gone. Back to Japan, maybe. She could have stayed in the house. I didn't care. Sayonara, Sakura. Eddie knew about George. When you live with someone, you can't hide. Eddie saw what was happening to me. I was constipated, obsessed, sweaty, frantic. I was falling in love. for the first time in my life. It didn't feel right, though, to be with George in our home, so I bought him a house in Benedict Canyon. Yet there were two problems with that. One, he became beholden to me, and two, I think I caught off his balls. Both of those things deflate a penis faster than a newborn's first piss in a doctor's eye. <laughs> I was eight years older than George, so you see, I knew it wouldn't last. But you do it anyway, you know. We had seven good years. One weekend, George went to New York, and when he came back, I knew. You're leaving me, aren't you? My boy. How young is she? Then, one last time, I asked. To his credit, he didn't want to. Didn't think it was right. But I begged. How else should a relationship end? It was the first time I was afraid. I turned the lights off. Took down my clothes. I was so... ashamed. Then he left, and then he was dead. People forget how loved Georgie was. He was a man who the children loved, an important man. 
but all anyone cares about is his death. Did Tony Mannix, the sad older woman in love with him, do it, out of jealous anger? Did I get my husband, Eddie the Fixer, to do it? Did his tempestuous slut, Lenore Lemons, do it? Or did Georgie take off his clothes, sit on his bed, and stare into the emptiness of that gun barrel? And they say suicides are really naked. You might still have shame, even if you're dead. Now George has been reduced to one of those lurid Hollywood scandals. He's a tragedy, a joke even, because Superman is supposed to catch bullets. You, in the shadows, have you lost someone? You know then, the pain doesn't end. I love my boy just as much today as I ever did. By the way, what day is it? What year is it? Truth, justice, and the American way. And now, another exciting episode in the adventures of Superman. Georgie, are you there? Somewhere in the afterlife? I'm trying to tell these people who you are. But the truth is, there have been other Supermans. We all become lost in time. <laughs> well, I don't know how you found us. This place is supposed to be a secret for old Hollywood folk who have money. But since you're here, I'll give you a little tour. The sunsets are in Technicolor. Here, just like in the movies. That gal over there, they stuck at the bingo table. That's Veronica Lake. See how her hair covers one dimmed eye? Oh, peekaboo, darling! <laughs> And that woman a nurse is shoving coleslaw into? That's Jean Tierney, the girl in the painting that Dana Andrews fell in love with in Laura. Uh, man is standing there, staring at her. See, Dana? Is that you? Rita! <laughs> The love goddess in her gilded dress! But it doesn't look right. Skeletons don't dance. Nurse! Over there! It's Eddie Albert! He's forgotten how to swallow! It's the last stage of Alzheimer's! Please help him. Clark never loved any of his future wives like he loved you. Jane, don't get in that car. You're going to crash and get beheaded. 
Lana, your daughter has killed your lover. Oh, my God. You never share a man with your own blood, even if it is Johnny Stompinato. Richard, put that bottle away. Liz still loves you. Judy, stop taking those pills the studio keeps giving you. <laughs> Marilyn, you are loved. Nurse, there, on the Hollywoodland sign, it's Peg Entwistle. She's going to jump. Ah! Peg? Carol? Dana? Where are you? I knew them all. Superman, too. Tony, part of a Garden of Terrible Blooms podcast of radio theater, produced by A Story Followed You Here, written and directed by Sharon Yablon, with Charmaine Cruz, music composed by Mark Antonio Pritchett, Kodokushi composed by Mark Antonio Pritchett, vocalist was Mia Ando, Japanese translation by Hisato Masuyama, lyrics by Sharon Yablon can be found on www terriblebooms.net Recording engineer, mixing and sound design by Mark Antonio Pritchett. This play is part three of the old Hollywood triptych and was first performed at Three Clubs Bar in 2022. Thank you so much for listening. Please come back in the summer for our upcoming play, Unk. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review.